Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. My name is Tom Barbele. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about war criminals. From my childhood and from the experiences that I had, primarily going to a large war museum in Canberra, Australia, the capital of Australia, spent a long period of time walking the halls of the Australian War Memorial, which is a large uh, military history museum with, at the time at least, a lot of tanks, a wide variety of different forms of uniform and guns and helmets and all the kind of accoutrements that folks conducted war in. And in spending time in the War Memorial, nothing really affected me like the Second World War. It was curious, actually, because the Vietnam conflict, the Vietnam War, let's call it what it was, even the American War, as the Vietnamese refer to it, was closest in proximity to me, although I had been born shortly after the formal end of the conflict. It was certainly the closest in proximity in terms of my age. However, the Second World War had a number of interesting themes, including a series of unknowns that made it something of particular reverence as I was a child growing up. A large part of this was programmatic from my father, who uh, was born soon after the end of the Second World War, and this obviously affected him, and by proxy it also affected me. But also the notion that at the conclusion of the Second World War, aside from the atomic bombs uh, that were dropped and the lack of formality associated with what occurred with those bombings. The broad theme was the Allies got together and conducted a trial associated with the Germans, in particular the kinds of genocide that was enacted through the concentration camps and what's broadly referred to now as the Holocaust. What struck me through that was really it was a point of humanity where irrespective of the atrocities of warfare, it was possible to go back and look and say these things should not have been done in that way. It was only one direction. It was only associated with particular issues through the conflict. But it gave a sense of justice to me that I think has continued to this day. It's justice that has consistently been under attack It's justice that probably doesn't exist in any rational form, but it's something that I reflect on, Nuremberg in particular, as a point in which humanity as a kind of broad group can say these things were wrong. As I continue to live my life, I reflect heavily on things that are going on, current events, particularly as they are associated with war crimes. And there are a number of things that are done which most of the public don't generally think about, but I reflect on very heavily in the terms of war crimes. Things like cluster bombs, for example. Things like double-tap drone strikes, which is where you hit a, a target with a drone strike, and then you fire a second drone strike, typically an hour or two hours afterwards, to hit not only the area that you first hit, but also the humanitarian effort associated with the initial drone strike. So when the drone strike has killed a group of people, a second drone strike will kill the people that are coming to assist those that are surviving or to identify the dead. This doesn't seem to have any kind of military purpose, and from my perspective at least, it appears to be a clear indication of a war crime. There are a number of incidents like this. The use of uh, private military contractors, uh, the kinds of uh, installations that are targeted, Basically, the complete imprecision associated with military conflict currently, and also the rules of engagement associated with large-scale invasion or unformalized invasion or unformalized bombing, and in particular the effects on civilian populations. 
I think the broader dialogue associated with the ethics of these things has not really been done. And instead, we are just kind of corralled as a populace into thinking that these things occur and it is just the price of conflicts that we seem to be engaging in without any rational reasoning and oftentimes fighting enemies in the case of Al-Qaeda and to a lesser extent ISIS that are not properly understood and certainly in terms of their numbers, their effects, how they were created, what our responsibility and role is in their creation, none of these questions are actually answered. It just seems to be an ongoing point of conflict that is justified by politicians that are paid off typically by the industrial military establishment that has no problem with these kind of ethical concerns. So as an individual in these circumstances, I reflect very heavily on what happened at Nuremberg and the potential for humans, particularly disgusted by these facts, to gather together in a somewhat rational sense and prosecute the people who enact these things on a regular basis. It doesn't give me any degree of pleasure to say that most of these war criminals actually exist in the environments and the places and the countries where I have lived. And in terms of an ethical perspective, it's something that I find very curious that the population has just become complicit to these kinds of war crimes, and really, ignorance is bliss. I reflect on the German population, in particular the German population that didn't know, or at least claimed not to have known, associated with the mass exodus and extermination of Jews in the Second World War. Really, there's no excuse to be a population and not have a degree of education about a certain number of facts. And in this light, I think the only thing I can do as an individual is to continue to educate myself and occasionally, in times of pause and conversation, inject some of my own analysis associated with what war crimes actually mean and what happens to a civilian population when they are targeted by a superpower that seems to have no justification for their targeting. I'm Tom Barbelay in the San Francisco Bay Area, signing out.